0: Let's take a moment to explore some courageous examples of women from centuries ago. Getting to know the stories of these women is why art history professor Anna Piperato quit her tenured position at an American university to move to Siena in Italy. Anna's furthering her own studies on the women saints who continue to inspire and provide role models to people today. It's also the hometown of Anna's favorite, St. Catherine of Siena, who serves as a patron saint of Italy and for all of Europe. You know, Anna, I'm interested that you've devoted your higher education and and a lot of your guiding and your teaching to a female saint. Is there something unique about the women who become saints? Because they're not really known for being submissive. It seems like they're more rebels than submissive. And when we look at the history of Europe, women don't have much of a role unless they happen to be rebel saints.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why I was drawn to them, because they were able to break out of that mold and do things that other women couldn't do. So what's an example of
0: a a female saint who who really inspired perhaps other women to be more independent and strong?
1: Well, this is the irony of it. So if we speak of St. Catherine, she refused to get married. She was the 24th of 25 children, and her parents wanted her to get married and, you know, just continue the family line uh, and be a good daughter. She refused. It took her father seeing a dove above her head whilst she was praying to convince him that she was destined for the holy life. She broke out of all molds. She cut her hair short, because that's the first way to make herself not attractive to men, uh, not to get married. But she she did things she wasn't supposed to, and she did them in the name of God. Of course, a lot of people thought she was crazy, but after a while, they realized, or they thought, that she was holy. She was doing God's bidding. But why a woman? Catherine is very interesting, because she was not able to control a lot, but she was able to somehow get out of marriage. Then she was able to get out of other things, like eating. <laughs> she The only thing that women could control was their own body, really. The only thing that even then they couldn't. But Catherine refused to give in to the desires of her confessor, who wanted her to, say, eat a little bit of steak. She said, no, God will sustain me. I will just eat the host.
0: So she was quite a rebel. She was a rebel. And when you look at history, a lot of people say, well, talk about the women as far as writers go and mm. artists go. But There weren't that many. But if you look at all the saints, there were plenty of women saints. There
1: were. And I don't think it's fair to say there there weren't women artists or there weren't women writers. They weren't given the chance. Right.
0: That's what we don't hear about.
1: Yeah. And Catherine actually was the first female doctor of the church because she wrote letters and she wrote a dialogue. She didn't write it, though. She dictated it. She finally learned to read and write by miracle at the end of her life because only a miracle could teach a
0: 14th century woman how to read. Wow. Now, are there other women saints that that you find inspirational?
1: Well, I really like her. She is she is my go to saint. I quite like Teresa of Avila because of or Avila because of the art that has been dedicated to her. I really like some of the early Christian martyrs for the tortures they endured and the art that came out of those tortures.
0: What's an example of an early Christian martyr, a woman who was uh, martyred and tortured? And well, one that, that you'll see
1: all over Italy would be Catherine of Alexandria. And she was very. she's the patron saint of wisdom and education. And she challenged the philosophers to believe in God and to, to reject paganism. She challenged them. They said, no, she's got to go. And they tried to torture her on a spiked wheel. Uh, but the only thing that could kill her was chopping her head off. That's the surefire way to kill a Christian back in the day, chop their head off. But not before you do a few tortures, like St. Lucy with her eyes or St. Agatha with her breasts being cut off. You'll see these things in churches.
0: You got your PhD in 16th century Catherinean art. Yes. That seems pretty specific.
1: It's very specific. What's it... the
0: value of studying Catherinean art? And where might we see that in our travels?
1: The Caterinati, or people who are devoted to St. Catherine, go to different sites, and there are art cycles, fresco cycles or print cycles you can buy to help you understand her life. And by understanding her life, you can understand Christ's life because she lived a very humble, charitable life. She was a peacemaker. She was a healer.
0: When you are in Siena, what is the major stop? And then when you go to Assisi, what would you do to follow up on St. Catherine's life and art?
1: Well, in St. Catherine's life, I would start by going to see her head in San Domenico in Siena. You can see her. She looks pretty good for having died in 1380. You can see her head, and you can see her thumb, and you can see the church where she herself prayed. Okay, you
0: can see Catherine's head and her thumb in Siena. Yes. What if you want to see the rest of her body, just to keep things well, her complete?
1: P- well, the rest of her body is in Rome, Santa Maria Sopra Minerva, a beautiful Gothic church by the Pantheon. Uh-huh. And one foot is in Venice, in the church of San Giovanni e Paolo.
0: You could put a beautiful trip together just on the body parts of St. Catherine. I think you could. Venice, Siena, and Rome.
1: What's wrong with that?
0: <laughs> Anna Peperato, on that note, I think I'll just say thank you very much for an appreciation of saints that I had never had until right now.
1: It was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Grazie.
0: Rick Steves has spent a third of his adult life in Europe researching and writing guidebooks. Europe Through the Back Door teaches the skills of smart travel. Travel as a political act adds meaning to the journey. And Rick Steves' best-selling country, city, and pocket guidebooks cover every corner of Europe. To learn more, visit the Travel Store at ricksteves.com.